Fisher. We're talking real money. The show is back. The show is back. I am Don McDonald. Over there is Tom Cock, and we are back again, as we have been pretty much every week since the beginning of time doing some sort of a radio show somewhere. And this one is called Talking Real Money. And I'll give you like one guess what we're talking about. Just one. Talking. We're talking about talking. We're talking about. No, no. Oh. We're talking about real money. About real? Um, oh, money, money, yeah. money, money. Okay. Yeah. Makes it's, sense. Not a, it's not a good day for him today. It's been a bad week. He's had technological <laughs> issues. He's oh, come uh, on. I have tech issues every week. He's old. If I allowed he's, that to. He's well, feeling creaky true. and decrepit. <laughs> that's true. You know? Okay. He, now he, you're making. I'm going to go sit down had, and take a little nap. He had no <laughs> soccer game today. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, and when makes... he's not doing soccer, it's just not right. It's, he's just not right. Nothing's right with the world. Thank goodness he's coming to Florida in March to watch the U.S. men's soccer team lose, guess to, what? lose to Panama. No, I'm kidding. We're dragging you to the game. You are going to the game, too. I am. And all- you will be wearing the red, white, and blue of? Of uh, Panama. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for that. That was too easy. Panama. They're the same colors. Come the, on. Well, man. because, wait a minute. You know the Panama history. No, it wasn't I, even I remember a country. That they got a canal it wasn't a country yeah. until we said, "Oh, we're taking this from you, Colombia. It's a country now, and we're going to dig this trench yeah, here yeah. so we can." That was back in that was back in in America's brief period of global imperialism compared to the Brits and the French. It was brief, and the Spanish, and yeah. Portuguese. Right. Hey, welcome to our little get together where we try to talk about money, not Panama, not soccer. Not, well, we do talk about a lot of other things, too, but mainly money at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I have finally, Tom, gotten around to reading Eight Days in May. Yeah, did you like that? I thought it was a great book. I'm really enjoying it. It's about the end of World War II. And, you know, every time I read a book like that, I go, why, in God's name, would anybody want to start Another war, Vladimir. It it is shocking the amount of displacement, the amount of pain, the mm. amount of suffering mm. from all the people that are getting away. You know, and this has come to the fore this week because more and more people are asking us about. Okay, it looks like this is maybe going to happen, maybe not going to happen with Russia and the Ukraine. So we got a text this week. Any guidance if Russia attacks Ukraine regarding portfolio? That is, and you know, funny. That's a that's a that question has a familiar nostalgic ring to it. I remember right after nine eleven, I got that question so many times on my old Don McDonald show. What is going to happen to the stock market when the war starts in Iraq? Yeah, what happened? The day the day the war started, the U.S. invaded, the stock market soared, soared, didn't plunge, went way up. Because weapons makers were doing so no, well? No, it went way up. Or... It went way up because the anticipation of the event was was so intense. We were wringing our hands. We were so worried, just as we are now. And, and we're worried for, for a number of really good reasons. But this is the problem. We forget that we're not the only one who knows this stuff. It's not like you are the only one who read the newspaper and realize that Russia might invade Ukraine, and that would cause global 
natural gas prices to rise, for example. You're, yeah, you're, and I know many of you would call your advisor with that same question and ask them, and what would the advisor generally say? Depends on what kind of an advisor you have. Ah, there you go. Because if you're working with a salesperson, a commission, stockbroker, commission, guess what they're going to say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should, right. we, 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 really, we should move into something safe Absolutely. right now That's and right. wait to see what happens. Yeah. We'll, we'll know when the time is right to get back in. Which, of course, they won't have any idea. Because they're compensated on transactions. So they need transactions. And any excuse for a transaction is a good excuse for a transaction. But what is really likely to happen and how should you invest for events like this? Bad things that happen all the time. Stick around. 855-935-TALK is our number. Call us, please. Tom and Don are talking real money. At some point, most investors need professional financial guidance. So get a little bit of free help or a lifetime of affordable 100% fiduciary guidance at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Well, hello and welcome back. We missed you over that break. I hope you stayed. Did you stay? Okay, good. Hi, Don here, Tom there. We're talking about, well, expected events and their impact on your investments. You see, most events are expected. Right now, there's been for months now talk of Russia invading Ukraine and what it would do to Europe and what it would do to Russia and what it would do to the global economy for a while. And you are not the only one who knows about this. I hate to tell you, but probably a few billion other people already know. So that makes it built into the market. The price, in other words, is adjusted for whatever people believe right now. And, and by the way, there's just not one opinion. Some people still thinking Putin may or may not may well, not. And that's do not this. the thing. It's just that it's yeah. like it's it's a possibility. So they're going to build the possibility into prices today. Okay, but let's assume he does invade. Okay. What would you do with your portfolio as a result? Thank you. That's the whole ball game right there. What would you do differently? Now I can tell I, I hear some of you answering, I'll get out and I'll get back in when it's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you let do me that? put it another way. Let me put it another way. Let's assume just for a moment, if you will. That Mr. Putin instead signs a non-aggression pact with the entire rest of the world. He says, I'm not going to invade and I'm not going to do anything. Number two, uh, that growth in the U.S. economy is, uh, you know, that four to five percent amount. OK, and inflation is at three percent. So we're growing faster than we're mm-hmm. inflating. And I know this one will come complete surprise. Congress, both parties in Congress agree on a major piece of legislation. Let's assume all those things. Just nah, for a moment. No, nah, sorry. Sorry, that all <laughs> you had you've me just taken then. it way too far fetched. <laughs> now this is like science fiction now. So so what would you would you be then selling things that are less risky and buying more riskier ones? If that were true? Yes, I would. Yes. If if I knew that all those things were for sure going to happen. Here's the problem. Yes. Somebody else you already knew all those things. Well th- that is as you said it's recently. baked in the cake. It's already in there. I mean, those that the prices are adjusted. Remember, prices are adjusting 
they're not waking up and reading the Wall Street Journal at 10 o'clock in the morning. That stuff's all already done. And and the fact that so much trading is done by institutions and large funds, the odds of you getting in there somehow and adjusting something because this is happening are basically impossible. And, and impossible. because the New York Stock Exchange opens at 930 Eastern and closes at 4 p.m. Eastern doesn't mean that trading stops all over the planet. It's going on all night, everywhere, all the time. That's right. That's right. So, so let's just. Well, then, what's close the solution? The we the solution, the, just, I yeah, need a solution because we can talk about the other sort of crisis du jour, if you will, about interest rates in a moment. The solution is your portfolio is designed for you. It's, it has nothing to do with all these external factors that this one will eventually end one way or another. There will be another problem. It might be North Korea. It might be China. If we're talking about the rest of the world, whatever it is, it'll come along and your portfolio will already be adjusted for that. There is no moving in and moving. Oh, that's not except the one fund you have, Don, the uh, short, long XLR, whatever, whatever fund that adjusts oh, all the time. Oh, for oh yeah. And the one with all one. the leverage. And yeah. yeah oh, it's, yeah. You're all good with there. That costs three percent per year. I'm a big fan of three percent per year. Little, just a little over three. It's not a big, not deal. a big deal. No. Yeah. I, of deal. course, I have lots of those funds. So the thing is, yeah, we're being facetious there. You already have a portfolio that's constructed for the rate of return you seek, the volatility you're willing to accept, and how soon until you need the money. Other than that, you're not paying. It. You can pay attention to this stuff, but it's not impacting your money on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, and that's where we really get caught up in some real financial stupidity we start thinking and and you know and it's because it's more fun it's more fun when when you you watch the news and you go oh my goodness you talk to your friends what what are you gonna do with your portfolio if if russia invades what are you you no it's not what if when it's what were, were you doing before had you built the right portfolio for all weather for all events for all possibilities and here's the thing about that. We can tell you that. We've told you that for 20-plus so years. so boring. No, but the th- we can tell you that. But the next crisis comes along, people will still ask me. I guarantee it. They'll say, well, what should we be doing now? Because this is what's – and this is what's happening, because, and i got to do something Because now. times are different, Tom. Yeah, it's different. This, this time, time, it's different. Yeah. It's a new well, – it was with- It's a new paradigm. The, the virus, other than the fact that we had the same thing happen 100 years ago, but it was different this time. The world will never come back, which, depending on which source you believe, it may be coming back as soon as next month. There is no trick to this. That's the point we're trying to make, and we will continue to make because we know you're not going to get it. Sorry, but you're not going to get it because we keep hearing from you. And we'll probably hear from someone today who will say, I've got a bunch of money, and I just, you know, I'm worried about the situation in the world right now. What should I do for with it until then? By the way, don't feel alone there. We just talked about this last week. There's about $18 trillion like that. Yeah, just sitting around. Waiting. Just sitting there waiting to be invested. And I, I mean, I know I've got a, I got a few bucks in a savings account connected to my Bank of America checking account, which I probably shouldn't have, but I do because, you know, I've got to buy my car out of the lease and stuff like that. And it's earning like six basis points. <laughs> that, I think that we did read that was the average savings rate or savings I, I, it's, payout. It, it's non-existent money. I am losing every single day that money sits there. I am losing money. 
And um, you are too. And I know it feels safe, but it's not. When inflation's eating it away, that is a true risk. And there's no trick to this. You just have to do all the things. There is a trick. Well, no, it's an emotional trick. trick. The trick, trick. the, the trick is to do your work, to do your homework before you invest, to know yourself and know what you need that money to do for you before you ever do a thing with the money. That's one of the biggest problems. And the other trick is the emotional side. Managing to tell yourself that you don't care what the, your money is already set. It's there. Your portfolio is properly constructed for good and bad. And the, everything that comes along, it may seem like the end of the world. It may seem like the biggest crisis since whatever, whatever. You need to learn to ignore that. You have to tune it out. You have to just say, I don't care because in the long haul, you're going to look back and say this was not a, as big a deal as it seemed at the moment, which, as we all know in our lives, many things seem very big. But then you look back and say, I wish I hadn't gotten so worked up about that. Yeah. And and as John Bogle once said, as far as that's concerned, as far as the emotional component of this, the key to that, he, he would always say, don't peek, don't peek, don't look at your portfolio, particularly in periods where you're hearing on the news that the market is way down. I mean, I'm going to peek at mine just so you don't have to. And, you know, I look at mine and, and I see, like, you know, a couple thousand dollars loss. And that's, you, you look at that and you go, oh, wait, I just lost like a paycheck. But it's temporary. Yep. Yeah. And the global portfolio year to date is only down three and a half percent. Well, yeah, the S&P is you know, down more. Oh, than that. so that's another we topic. Talk more we about do that. need yep. to talk more about that, about the, the, the true power of diversification. 855 935 talk are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. It's the money show. It's called Talking Real Money. It's not the money show. It's called Talking Real Money, where we talk about real money at 855-935-8255, 855-935-TALK. We've got lines for you. You can tell because we're not taking any calls. That's how you can tell. If we just ramble on for a while, you didn't call because we just give, we go right to calls most of the time, unless it's top of the hour and we're setting something up. But we Top were, of the hour. Top of top the hour, of the hour to you. No, and the only reason I'm laughing is because I told that to my daughter when she's like, "What? What? What is top of the hour? What does that mean?" That's a broadcaster term. Yeah, well, it is, and it, in today's digital world, there's no. That's true. Why, that? that means That's nothing. True. I mean, sweep hand, top of the hour. None of that. Right? Stuff. Do you have any sweep hand clocks around your house? Not here. We have one at work, though. I love that thing, but I, it reminds I, me I, of my school days. I have a sweep. I have a sweep hand on a little tiny digital thing in my studio because I prefer mean? it. I prefer yeah. it's it, when when you in radio when you are trying to get into a break you back time, and so you're watching that and there's something about that smooth movement of a second hand rather than giving the seconds, yeah, yeah yeah that allows you to take it right to the point where you're out and I I just prefer it. You brought up diversification. I How did. about asking well, people about what's, this? Well, because what's the what's the S and P five hundred down? The S and P five hundred is down eight point six percent year to date. 8. That's 8. big. 6. 
The 100% global portfolio, that's where you own a lot of other things other than just large U.S. firms, is down 3.6%. So wait, wait, that's very interesting. So it's it's down less than half. Oh, yeah. So it's a substantial difference. Here's why. Uh, International value, Mm -hmm. crummy companies in risky countries, they've made uh, 5.7% year-to-date. Emerging market value, same sort of thing. I was being a little... Silly. Uh, very risky firms in troubled, not, not troubled countries, in, you know, economies still developing. By the way, the United States of America one day was a developing economy. And but may that's one a whole day other be story. again. Who knows? It may, <laughs> and those are up 3.7%. U.S. small cap value has made a little bit of money. So a lot of parts of the market have gone up. And this is something we do spend a lot of time talking about. Because you really only, if you listen to the financial media for the most part, hear about the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the NASDAQ, or the S&P 500, pretty much. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could turn on the radio and at you know four minutes after the hour during the national news, they go... Uh, and today, the 60-40 portfolio is, uh, you you know, is, is, is down just one half of 1% for the year. So you guys are <laughs> diversified. You're fine. <sighs> what is a 60-40? Yeah, do you have a 60-40 Yeah, I do. It's down a whopping... Two point seven percent year to date. So oh, you know, if goodness. they said that, wow. you know, the, the your sixty forty global portfolio is only down a little over two percent this year. Don't you feel better? You do. I mean, intermediate bonds. This has been one of the issues, which we're going to talk about a bit next hour. Uh, those no, bonds are down next hour or next podcast. Pardon me. <laughs> next, next, whatever. Next millennium. Uh, next episode. 3%. Let's do next that. Next episode. Thank you. Uh, they're down three percent year to date. So. Bonds have lost a little bit of money. Stocks have lost. I guess it's his time to panic pretty much now that you mention it. Stocks and bonds are both down. Okay. I'm going to run out of the house screaming here you know, in a moment. Ladies and so. gentlemen, uh, oh, I want to, I want to <laughs> introduce you once again to Mr. Whatever I got there. <laughs> to Senior Facetious. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yes, yeah. Okay. He's kidding. Senior facetious. Can you spell it though? Is that a PH? No, that's an F. Okay. See, I didn't know. F A C E T I O U S. Facetious. Look at you. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I, I, I didn't I do my once, wordle today. <gasps> I, I once told one of my daughter's teacher what a good speller I was and how that was indicative of you know of uh, of intelligence and education. She said. There is absolutely no correlation between being a good speller and being a good. In student, my mind, there which is. Kind of hurt. I know, kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. So, at the end of the day, you should be diversified. Yes, because with your stock oh. portfolio, you should hold thousands of equities rather than just five hundred. That has meant a smoother ride and just a little bit more return. And also in times like this, when you can look at your portfolio and say, wow, I'm 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, and I'm down 2.5%, big deal. Who cares? Which really is no big deal. You should not care. Yeah. I just started my Wordle, and I didn't get a single right letter in the first try. Not one. Oh, man. This is going to be a hard one. Since the New York Times took it over, I think it's harder. Yeah. All right. I'm going to work on that during the break. 855-935-TALK is the number. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. We're talking real money. I hate Wordle now that the New York Times took it over. 
Well, you did go through a bit of a progression there. I did. I had the first letter, the third letter, the fourth letter, and the fifth letter. Yeah, seems easy at that point. I went through with the the second letter multiple times, four times, and got it wrong every time, leaving me for my very first time with Wordle ever not getting it. I am. This is no. If I had a sound effect of tears or something or crying, I would play it right now. Yeah, that would be good too. Um, I'm leaving you to do the rest of the show because. I'm too okay. depressed. To Depression then set in. I can't. Right. I'm sorry. I take this stuff so seriously. 855-935-TALK is the number here. Give us a call at 855-935-8255, just like Michael did. Hi, Michael. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello. Michael. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Hello? Yes. Hello. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Hello. Um, and the, the subject of the question is... I'm 46 years old. I've invested in the last like five to seven years and noticed a, oh, basically about a 20% growth, what seems to be a 20% growth every year. I've, uh, the last couple of years, I've gotten a uh, financial advisor and we diversified our account, the account, and I've got an 8515 kind of uh, breakdown, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the, uh, with about a 50% uh, you know, split between uh, U.S. and global, uh, basically, um, those funds. And so what I'm basically curious of is because I'm so, uh, I mean, I haven't done it for 30-plus years. I've only done it for the last five. Like, the ratio spread, it seems to be that I've lost somewhere in the neighborhood of about 15% so far for the year. Uh, that kind of thing. It seems like that. I just if if I looked at it daily, kind of a thing. But uh, over the course of the year, I know it's all going to weigh out, and I really don't need this money for another like twenty years. So it's not really that. I'm not concerned about it. But I'm just kind of curious. What's the? Well, what can I back up just a, a sec? Good, I, I just I'm sure. really, 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 truly curious because um, I, I, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around a portfolio that lost. 15% in 2022 so far, six okay. weeks. Um, what's it in? Give me some names of some of the, the products it's in. Um, so basically, uh, let's see, 80% of it is in the American funds um, uh, and uh, American funds uh, growth, uh, the growth Okay. Growth Fund of America. Yeah, okay. And the um, yeah. income fund. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. income fund, but it's the bond. Uh, there's like now. When did you? When did you? When did you go into this portfolio with this advisor? Advisor, a term I'm going to use very loosely from Two here years. on in, because they're selling you Two commission years. products. That's why. Yeah. Two um, years, well, okay. let me tell no, you a couple. No, no. One of, yeah. Yes. Yes. No, actually. No, no. This particular advisor wanted me to get out of American funds, that kind of thing. Uh, But basically, but I've chosen to stay with them because. uh, Well, what does this broker want to get you? What do they want to put you into? Um, Invesco. (laughs) Frying pan to fire. Frying pan to fire. He wants to get another commission. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, you got a bad advisor. One, you do? Okay. 
Okay, but let's go back to your question just for a moment. Yes, I believe with that type of portfolio, which is probably growth fund of America is down 15% for the year. Yeah, that makes sense because it probably has a lot in those issues that have really gotten beaten up. Big technology, right? Which went way up and now they're going down faster than everything else. So I'm not surprised to hear that. Um, and so, and I have no idea what the other fund at Invesco may have done with a similar portfolio because any portfolio that is overweighted that way to those big tech firms has taken a beating. Sorry, I'm crying on the table. You have to take it to the break. Um, wow. 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 Michael, you got, you, you went literally from the frying pan to the fire with your choices. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Don McDonald is uh, sending out the SMH all over the Shaking world. Shaking my right head. Now. I don't know why yeah. you like that SMH thing. Nobody knows what you're talking about. I sound about. cool. That's why. You do not sound cool. <laughs> well, they're my daughter's friends. I no, you don't. They're going, why is he doing that? It only works if we do it. Okay, I see. Yeah. You're well, and old. I know a couple lyrics from Taylor Swift, too. Does that help? No, that really, really makes it worse. <laughs> that just makes it so much worse. Um. All right, here we go. Uh, this is a message for Michael. Michael, Michael, please listen. And I know you won't want to listen because most people don't. We hate to admit we make mistakes. We hate it. But let me tell you, you made your first mistake when you went to work for somebody who sold you the heavily loaded American funds. Growth Fund of America, Income Fund of America, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Which have five and three quarter percent commissions and expense ratios that are about 10 times higher than a well-diversified Vanguard <laughs> equity mutual fund. Or a fill-in-the-blank. I mean, everybody yeah. has a fund like that now. Then then you go to a new advisor, and I'm thinking, yay, you got a better advisor who's going to give you better stuff, and then you argued with him. But no, the advisor you went to wants to move you from funds on which you have already paid a commission into funds for which you will pay another commission. And I don't care how he couches it. Oh, no, the funds that we're going to sell you don't have a commission because they're C shares or something. Well, no, the funds are so they're so good. They're going to make up that difference over time. Yeah. Um, Michael, here's the deal. You have salespeople. These are not financial advisors as much as they would like you to believe they are. And I, I am confident that the reason this is going to upset you is because your broker, your salesperson is one of two things, either so nice or a dear friend. Or family member. Okay, and back to the portfolio for a moment, because we did look at that, right? It's awful. Well, here's the reason. Because it is very weighted to the top five securities, which make up the hot almost stuff. one quarter. It just, they just went been out and bought hot, the hot stuff. Hot. Yeah, they just went hot out and bought what had been hot. Yeah. Make up a quarter of the portfolio. So, again, while you say you're diversified, and you may well hold other things that do have some diversification in them, the fact that you hold this fund means that you have a concentrated position in large U.S., especially technology firms, which is not 
a way to manage money. And this also points up the problem of actively managed mutual funds, because uh, the American Funds Growth Fund of America has $250 billion in it. Wow. That is a very big fund, which means mm -hmm. that the only way, they, the only stocks they can really buy and sell at that size are gigantic companies. Otherwise, they end up owning a controlling or a reportable interest in the in the companies and actually in some cases even controlling interest and uh so therein lies the problem you need to find a new advisor and you desperately need a 100 percent fiduciary advisor you should if you want to test your advisor go to talkingrealmoney.com download the advisor interview form at talkingrealmoney.com slash help take that to your advisor and there's the air quotes on either side of my microphone and ask him to fill it out and sign it Bet he won't do it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Jeff, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Uh, yeah, Jeff. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm Jeff. Uh, anyway, yeah. hey, I appreciate You can be Jeff you, today. Uh, I'll be Don. And he's going to be Tom. Hey, sounds good. I've been listening to you guys for um, a few years now, and this is the first time I've called in. Anyway, uh, my question is kind of simple here. I'm a little bit worried about my um, credit. Now, what to freeze my credit? Herb Weisbaum okay. on TV, you know, Herb Weisbaum has mentioned you just go onto those major credit sites, log in your, your Social Security number, and you can simply freeze your credit. But anyway, um, I'm not real trustworthy on my computer. I'm not real comfortable typing in my Social Security number on my computer, uh, you know, to freeze my credit, which I've never done before. I'm worried about identity theft. And I'm wondering, is there any other options? Can I go to my bank? Yep. and go? Nope. Nope, but there are other options. There are other options. Here is the biggest problem, particularly in today's economy. Have you tried to call anybody these days? Uh, you, oh, you mean, uh, you mean businesses. I'm not sure what, what you mean. Well, like if you try to call an airline, you'll be on hold what? for like 33 hours. Oh, uh, oh, oh, flight is left and okay. returned. You, you cry, try to call tech support for a company. It's like, you're number 35 in line. Please be patient. You can call Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion on their okay. toll-free numbers. That's the only other way to do it. You can either do it online at their websites, which, by the way, is incredibly safe. Because if you're on your computer, let's say you're in your web browser on your computer. What kind of okay. computer? I what have kind of a uh, Hewlett-Packard. Uh, so have you're on a Windows like machine. Okay, yes, so you go in, you go in, let's say you go into uh, Google Chrome. Let's say you're using Chrome. And okay. you go to Experian.com, okay? When okay. you go to Experian.com, look in the upper window of your web browser. Okay. You will see a locked padlock, a picture of a locked padlock. Right, and I, I know what you're talking about. You think that's trustworthy, even though my computer has Trojans? A hundred. I have like uh-uh, nope. Because you because that site, everything you tr you type, is being encrypted with this incredibly sophisticated encryption algorithm. Okay. So everything you type is going to go on. Now, make sure, a couple of things. Never, ever, ever, Herb will, Herb will tell, tell you I'm right. Never, ever, ever do this on a public website. Ever. Okay. Make sure okay. you're on your home internet. Right, home internet, okay. 
Okay, or you can do it on your phone, by the way, more more safely, because T-Mobile, Verizon and AT&T all have encryption on their cells. But the safest and easiest place is to make sure that you, you do it at home and you hit that. Make sure that little lock button is on. And then I can tell you, I have entered my Social Security online, Social Security number hundreds and hundreds of times. Okay. Uh, let me safe. ask you this, sir. Now, my computer, as long as I see that little padlock, and I'm, con- I'm, I'm understand what you're talking about, the little padlock indicated is a secure site. Even mm-hmm. though my computer, you know, has germs, worms, I'm not updated on any uh, uh, virus stuff. You know, I'm not updated on all that. But if I see that little padlock, I can be pretty confident that yep. what, when I type in my social security number and freeze my credit with the big three credit people, you think yep. that'll be? You're pretty confident that that will in fact work and I- freeze my computer. I I am right at 99% plus confident. Now, the 1% is very unlikely, very unlikely, unless you have somebody who really dislikes you and has had access to your computer, and they went in and put a keystroke logging program on there. But they would have to get into your computer to do this. And unless you're a, a spy or, uh, you know, high up in some corporation where there's a, a little intrigue, you don't have you don't have a keystroke logger on there, or unless like your wife your thinks you're cheating or something. So I like your confidence, sir. I'm very confident. Right. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to do this then. Uh, in now, I'm on a landline. Say I went into their phone number and I actually called. I was put on hold, but I actually literally got voice to voice communication with somebody. I could do yeah. it that way too, but then I'd have to save sure. my social security number over the phone. Exactly, and somebody could overhear it. You know, it's like we're okay mailing stuff in the mail, but do you know how easy it is to steal your bank account number from a written check in your mailbox? You know, we worry too much about online. Online is actually really safe unless we do something stupid. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Okay, here's the deal. We know a lot of you need help. We do. Maybe not full-time help where you need to hire an advisor, but some help, like Michael. You know, if you if you had set up an appointment with one of our advisors at Vestry, we would have sat down and told you, hey, I hear the problems with this. And that is something that can take some time. And there's a relatively easy way to do it. And all you have to do is go to Vestry.com, set up an appointment at a time that works for you. We need some information from you. We analyze that, and we give you a full report. Go to Vestry.com. Sign up for your free meeting with an advisor. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.